is everybody feeling today? I'm so excited. We're starting a new series. It's actually not new. I lied a little bit, okay? And uh, y'all forgive me, please. Um, we're starting a series that we've already done before. And so if you've been here since the OG days from, I'm talking online only in the studio. Come on, raise your hand. Be proud. Here we go. A few of us, y'all have heard of this before. All right? I believe this was our launch day message. I can't remember. Um, but I've done it before. But I just felt the need. We're actually going to do a series all about sex after Easter. So uh, we decided not to do that. Not for any reason other than I felt like we needed to do this. All right. And uh, Caitlin is saying, thank you, God, that we changed this message over here. So it's happening one day. We'll let you know. Um, and so anyway, I, I wanted to do this message. It's called the highs and lows. We're going to spend two weeks talking about highs and lows because here's what I know is uh, as I've gotten to know more and more people at this church and really just more and more people in general, here's what I've noticed. Everybody goes through high points in life and low points in life. Am I right? Come on. How many of y'all have ever been on a mountaintop experience? Not literally, maybe literally, but like in your life, man, you had the birth of your first baby uh, or maybe the day you got married, right? Maybe for some people, the day you got married is on the low point of life, depending on how things shook up, right? Like we all have different perspectives on what is high and what is low. And so I want to do a little activity. I'm not going to call this a game. This is the most political you'll ever hear me ever at this we don't talk about politics up here. It's not what we do. Uh, but th- we are going to talk a little bit about it in a second. All right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put an image on the screen. I'm going to say a statement. And I want you to tell me if you think it's a high or you think it's a low. Does that make sense? I, okay, so a high point in life or a low point in life. Here's the first one. Go ahead and throw it up. The Titans making the playoffs this year. Come on, is that a high? Okay, here we go. It's a high. Okay. Next one. Titans losing in the playoffs. Boo. I mean, gosh, Ryan Tannehill. We've been praying for him. I believe he's going to have a great season. All right, the next one, my favorite team of all time, Duke. Come on, somebody. Let me hear you over there. Okay, we got some Duke people. And the least, I hate these. this next team. Go ahead, next one. UNC. Boo. Get him out of here. That's Tyler Hansborough, if y'all don't know. I can't stand that guy. All right, next one, iPhone. Is it a high? Does it represent a high or a low? A little bit? Okay. Jordan can leave. All right, next one. Uh, Android, what do you think? <laughs> I, had to, I had to get a picture of a broken one up there. <laughs> I, could, I, couldn't, I couldn't put a good one up there, right? All right. Next one, Instagram. Does that represent a high or a low? Okay. Does anyone think it's a high? That's okay if you do. Okay, we got a high. We go, okay. See, we're starting to get a little mixed. Next one, TikTok. What do we think? Super high. You like it? Okay, we got some thumbs down. Okay, I like it. All right. Facebook, is anyone still on that thing that's below 40? All right. Okay, maybe. Facebook, maybe. All right, let me ask you this. 2020. Let me give you that on 2020. Boo. How many of y'all are sick of seeing that thing pop up on your TV and everything? All right, here's the next one. Donald Trump. Maybe some people love it. Maybe some people love it. Next one. Joe Biden. Maybe, oh gosh, I'm not making any statements. I'm just putting it, y'all are saying everything, all right? Um, Listen, uh, it's funny though. The more we get down this list, the more split we become. Or the more like, oh gosh, there's a picture of Donald Trump or Joe Biden up there. It's okay, this is a safe place, all right? The next one, this is my favorite one, the voice of a 13-year-old boy. Depends, all right, right? Like sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low. I'm just joking. Um... (laughs) 
Here's the deal. We all have different, that boy, that poor boy is stuck in the middle of what is a never ending cycle of puberty in his life, it seems like. So that's why I don't know who that kid is. If you're watching, I'm so sorry. Um, All right. So we all have different perspectives when it comes to whether something is high or low, right? Like we all have different perspectives. We all think different things depending on what you've gone through in your life. And so some of us can look at a, a moment where most people would go, this is a high point in life and we could feel like it's a low point in life. Or some of us can go through a low point, seems like a low point in life and feel like, man, that's actually a high point in life, right? Like it just depends on your perspective. Here's what I know. Life is full of highs and lows, but what actually matters is our perspective. Y'all say perspective. What matters is your perspective. Life is full of highs and lows, but what matters is your perspective. So here's what life looks like. Uh, It's a constant journey. Go ahead and throw up that little graph. Is it up here? All right, so this is called the dip, right? This is what our lives look like a lot of times. And so we're either on our way up to a high point or we're on our way down to a low point. But most of the time there's growth, right? Like most of the time we'll see our lives kind of ebb and flow through highs and lows and we'll kind of go through this cycle where we'll go through a dip and all of a sudden we're in this dip and we're like, gosh, I can't wait for this part of my life to be over. Has anyone ever been there before? Come on, you're in a point in life and you're like, when will this ever end, right? Like, I feel like I live down here. But how many of you have ever experienced a high point in life and you're thinking, gosh, please don't let this end? Have you ever done that before? I remember whenever we got married, uh, Steph and I got married. And contrary to popular belief, the best part of your wedding day is when you leave your wedding. Like, I'm talking, you shut the door to your car, you get in your car and you shut the, this was literally the, the best time of my life right here. We leave our, we had a big wedding. We probably had four or 500 people at our wedding. It was huge. We leave, there's a complete mess that we've made at this church that we had our wedding at. We shut the door and close the door. And I, all I could think about was, we don't have to clean this up. Like we get to leave. This is all over. We're going on a cruise, baby. And literally all I, I said to Stephanie, and this, this represents a high and low point. Stephanie had like the greatest dog of all time. His name was Samson. He was awesome. If you ever met Samson, whenever she was growing up, he was great. Uh, I literally, we shut the door. I said, this is going to be the greatest week of our lives. As long as we don't hear that like Samson died while we were gone or something. I literally said those words. The second we dock back after, on our cruise, we get cell phone service again. Stephanie's dad calls. Sam dies while we were gone on our honeymoon. So I cursed that dog. I'm convinced I'm the reason he died. But uh, anyway, that was just that was a high and a low. But we, we all love highs. Like we don't want highs to end. And we can't wait for lows to end whenever we get there in life. And, uh, and, and the fact is, is that most of us in this room would say that we're either at a high point in life or we're at a low point in life. Like we're at, we're at one of these two. And maybe it doesn't even have anything to do with you. Maybe your kids are struggling. And that just kind of puts you... In a low point in life. And, uh, but here's what I know is no matter where you are and what season you're in, what matters is your perspective. Y'all say perspective. Come on, perspective, right? I know for us, um, I've talked about this a few times, but uh, one thing that, that just happened this past week is that um, was the 10 year anniversary of the miscarriage that Stephanie, that Stephanie and I had, uh, with our first pregnancy with Stephanie's first pregnancy, technically, I guess. But, um, and it was weird because it was weird because it was a reminder that man, 10 years has gone by since this moment in our life. But I remember that day, uh, like it was yesterday. 
I remember, I mean, we were so excited to share the news with our parents. And I remember getting that phone call on a Sunday and Stephanie saying, hey, I think I'm losing the baby coming home. And it was just her and I. And it was weird. I mean, we were sitting there together, hoping, praying that we didn't lose this baby. And uh, as a as the husband, like I didn't know what to do or how to act. And I just was concerned with Stephanie. And it was just a hard time. And I remember in that time, the thing that got us through was our small group, which thank God we were a part of a group of people that loved us, that cared for us. And I remember that they came over, like, as we had told them we were pregnant and, and they, and we were told them and we relied on them and they came over and they, you know, fed us. They just sat with us, you know, and just was there. And, uh, and that was, we actually had a cruise booked a year before that was leaving in a few days after that. So we, thankfully kind of had a time to where we could leave and get away for a little bit. But I remember that being one of the lowest moments of our marriage. But looking back, that was actually one of the highest points of our marriage because that changed our marriage for the better. And so when we were sitting in that, in our living room by ourselves, I didn't think it could get any worse than that. I thought like, wow, we've hit rock bottom. We did it early because we were married for about a year, a little bit over a year at that point. And I remember thinking like, we're not going to get past this. And our marriage was so dysfunctional at this point. Like uh, we'll share about that another time, but we were our first year was our worst year. I'm telling you, if you were in our marriage small group, you know, uh, we yelled at each other all the time. We fought all the time. This was the thing that got us on the same page. This is the thing that helped us understand like, hey, you're on the same team here. Like you're, you're not two separate, you're not opposing teams, you're on the same team and you have the same goal. And this was the thing that helped us understand that today. And, uh, and so I want to speak to you today, no matter where you are or what season you're in, what matters is your perspective. But here's what I know. Our perspective should be viewed through the proper lens. And so no matter if you're at a high today or if you're at a low today, I want to help you today understand how can we have the proper perspective? How can we view this through the right lens so that when we're in these seasons, we know what to expect. When we're in these seasons, we know how we should respond. When we're in these seasons, we know how we should act, how we should uh, move through these seasons, all right? So here are three truths about highs and lows. If you're taking notes today, this is a great message series to take notes on. Get your phone out, take some notes, because I promise you this is going to help you. All right, so here's the first thing. Highs and lows are inevitable. Y'all say inevitable. Come on, y'all say inevitable. Get with me here. There we go. Highs and lows are inevitable. That means they cannot be avoided. Highs cannot be avoided. Guess what? If you're at a low, a high is coming, and it can't be avoided. That's good news. If you're at a, if you're at a high point, guess what? Lows, they're inevitable. The Titans will continue to disappoint you every year in the playoffs, it feels like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, huh? <laughs> Tyler, I don't know if you're saying preach or tell me to shut up. I can't tell. Tyler's dad works for the Titans. Um, but we, like, here's the deal. Like, they're inevitable. We, you're going to be disappointed in life. You're going to go through seasons that are hard. You're going to try to get that job and not get it at some point, right? Your marriage is going to go through a rocky spot. Some Your kids are going to act fools in public at some some point and they're going to continue. How many of y'all have ever had that happen where your kids are like, who is this person? My dad's raising his hand. <laughs> how, how many of you ever had this? We have this right now with our youngest, Lucy. I'm like, who is this person? Like she's all of a sudden got like, 
her passion is blooming at another level, which I didn't even know was possible, right? But listen, highs and lows are inevitable. You're going to go through things. And there's nothing that we can do about it. But most of us are okay that the high points are inevitable, but we hope and pray that we avoid the lows at all costs, right? Like you just try to protect yourself from the lows. It's like, okay, I can't, I, I, or if you're a mom in here, you try to get your kids and not go through low points too, right? Like you just try to, <laughs> you just try to like sit there and you're like, okay, I got to be the helicopter mom. I have to protect them from everything. I can't let them do this. I can't let them fall. I can't let them do this. And all of a sudden you, you, you protect yourself, you protect your kids, and you just want to avoid the lows at all costs, right? But Jesus talked about how the highs and lows are inevitable. I've shared this verse. I didn't realize this a few times the last few weeks. It's John 16, 33. We shared it last week at Easter. And it says this, here on earth, you, what's that word? Will have many trials and sorrows. So you're not only going to go through one low point, you're going to go through several of them. Your, your life is going to go through a bunch of low points at some point, right? Like you're going to go through low points in life. But the good news is you're going to also go through high points. I love that, that Jesus was shooting us straight. Jesus is honest, He's going to kind of tell you how it is. How many of y'all know a person that just kind of gives it to you straight? Like they just are real blunt. How many of you are that person? Come on. Okay. Y'all aren't ashamed to raise your hand. My mom was like that growing up. Like she would just give it to you. Didn't care how hurtful it felt in the moment. She'll just be like, honey, you need to go change. Like it just doesn't look good, you know, or something like that. And we try to be like that with our kids. Sometimes Ruben will come out and I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm not the ultimate authority on fashion, but those two, that shirt does not go with those basketball shorts. I'm sorry. You got to go change, you know, like, and that's what Jesus is doing. He's telling us like it is. And it comes from a place of love. Jesus loves you. I don't know if y'all have heard that recently, but I wanted to remind you, Jesus loves you. And he wants to tell you, Hey, expect this. They're inevitable. So, Hey, I don't have to teach you about how the highs are inevitable, but with the lows, they're inevitable. You're going to go through them. And, uh, you know, I, I know a guy who was a former pastor, me and him got in coffee a couple of times and he was having a tough time through COVID and uh, through his church and COVID and all that. And I remember him sharing with me something his counselor told him. And he said, you know, my counselor has told me, and then sometimes uh, his, you know, he, the counselor was telling him that uh, they give people that are struggling with PTSD the same advice. And it's something called radical acceptance. Sometimes something is so hard that you just have to radically accept kind of where you are. And I think for some of us today, we need to kind of radically accept, if you're at a low point and you feel like you can't get out of it, understand it's inevitable. And how about we just radically accept where we are? Because if we can't accept where we are, we can't really prepare for where we're going. So sometimes we need to just radically accept where we are. So highs and lows, they're inevitable. The second thing is, is highs and lows are necessary. Say necessary. That is the hardest word to spell without spell check. Come on. Can I get an amen from somebody? Y'all know it's true. I just start typing it and eventually my phone's like, okay, I got it. You know, you just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> That's, inevitable is the same way for me. These both, these words, I clearly, y'all don't need to see my notes. They're, they're bad over here. Um, all right. How many of y'all know who the rock is? Come on. I, I was just going, so this has nothing to do with the message. My man gets the most improved actor of all time award, by the way. His, his Scorpion King, compared to what he's doing now, 
Pretty good, pretty good improvement. I got to give him some credit here. So anyway, y'all know who The Rock is. He, he's very famous. He's in all the action movies. He's in The Jungle Cruise, which is like our kids love that movie. Um, but he's not only known for like his personality, being a wrestler turned actor. Now he's like one of the wealthiest people in Hollywood. It's crazy. But he's also like a specimen. You know what I'm saying? Like my man is an absolute unit. He's huge. He's jacked. Um, he looks like me. If y'all have never seen him before, he looks a lot like me. Um, he's gigantic and he's chiseled. I mean, you see that dude, like I almost don't want Steph to ever look at him. I'm like, ah, you don't need to see him. You know, like don't know what you could have, you know, like, uh, but he's huge. And here's the deal. The rock just doesn't work out a bunch. He also follows like a strict eating plan. And I'm talking, you have to be a millionaire to afford this. I have what a typical meal of his day looks like. Y'all want to hear it? It's kind of crazy. All right, here we go. Meal number one, a 10 ounce steak. Yes, Lord, I will receive this. All right. Two cups of oatmeal, three egg whites, one whole egg, and one glass of watermelon juice. Meal number one. Meal number two, Two servings of chicken, two bell peppers, three cups of mushrooms, three cups of broccoli, and one protein shake or protein shake, whatever you prefer, all right? Meal number three, eight ounces of salmon, eight asparagus tips. I don't know why, just the tips, but eight asparagus tips, two whole eggs, two cups of rice, of a rice medley, and three cups of broccoli. Meal number four, another 10-ounce steak. How about this? Three baked potatoes. Come on now. Eight asparagus tips. Wait, yeah, eight asparagus tips and one glass of orange juice. Meal number five, 20 grams of casein protein and 10 egg whites. Every day, my man is eating this. Every day. Every day. Can you imagine waking up and knowing, like, first of all, who's cooking this? Like, I know, that, my man ain't cooking all this. Someone's cooking this for him. And he's eating this every single day. But if you follow The Rock on Instagram, which I do, gladly, he has his famous legendary cheat days, and they're typically on Fridays. And here is an example of his cheat days. Y'all check out this picture right here. All right, so we got his cheat meal, 12 pancakes, 12, four pizzas, the whole thing, four whole pizzas, and 21 brownies. Look at that picture. I mean, the dude is like happy. You've never seen a happier human being than him right there. All right, so he, he, he not only follows a regimented diet, and but on his cheat days, my man goes all out, and he cheats, and he cheats hard. Here's what we can learn from The Rock, all right? I'm not talking about Jesus. I'm talking about Dwayne Johnson, all right? Here's what we can learn from The Rock, is although eating right and eating healthy and doing what he has to do to maintain his absolute unit of a body, right? It's necessary. Like he has to eat all those calories. He has to have a certain amount of protein. And I'm sure, I don't know what I'm talking about, but like fiber and all this stuff, no sugars. It doesn't look like there's any sugar in there, but that's necessary. And that's what he mainly has to do. But what's also necessary are the cheat days, now, how many of y'all struggle with too many necessary cheat days? Come on, I, that's, that's what I do. Um, I, I can't have a cheat day. It turns into like a cheat decade. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, I cheated back in 94. I'm still cheating. You know, that's how, that's how it feels. But, but, but in all seriousness, if you, if you follow people that have lost a lot of weight or, they, uh, or people that are healthy, they'll tell you like, hey, don't deprive yourself of the treats. The, the, the key is to have them in moderation, right? Why? Because it's necessary to have both. They're like two sides of a train track. And here's what I'll tell you about highs and lows in your life. 
A lot of us, we want the cheat days. We want the highs in life. But we also have to understand that the lows are also necessary. Like you can't just live life on a high. That's not how life works. That's not how God designed life, to be honest with you. You're going to ebb and flow. And just like the highs in life are necessary, that's like the cheat days, right? The lows are necessary. You got you to gotta have the, the meat and potatoes and your vegetables. Like you have to have this. And actually, uh, what we try to do is we try to just avoid it and avoid it and avoid it instead of embracing it. But James tells us this in the Bible. He says this. He says, dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way. Okay, so when you're in, a, when you're in an opportunity where you're at a low point in life, I want you to consider it an opportunity for great joy. Now, that's crazy. Right? Like we don't typically view low points in life like this, but James is saying, hey, anytime you go through a low point, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Why? For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So here's what he says. So let it grow. Don't avoid it. Let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete needing nothing. Other translations say that you will be lacking nothing. How many people want to be perfect and complete without any lack in your life? Come on, everybody would want that. James is telling us the only way to get that is to embrace the, the low points in life, to understand that, hey, these no, low points in life, they're actually necessary. Why? Because there is a greater good happening beneath the surface in the low points in life that can't happen at the high points in life. It just is, and we're going to talk about that next week a little bit, like what happens at the low point and the high points in life. But today, I just want to get your perspective right. They're necessary. And um, let me tell you from a, a person that's walked through some low points, especially in the last two years, I mean, my goodness, planting this church in the season we did, and I know you are sick of telling and hearing me talk about this, but it was hard. And there were weeks we got home on Sunday nights and we'd be like, God, is there anything else that we could do? Please, like, let us go. And he never did. And, but it was in those moments that I'm telling you, our faith was galvanized. And I'm telling you, I could run through a brick wall right now for this church because of that season that we had. That felt like a low year. And then all of a sudden, it's like God had to fix some stuff in my life. And he used this last year and a half, two years to really fix some stuff. But I could not have been fixed if I hadn't gone through a low point in my life personally. That's how our faith is built, is through low points. You want to have more faith, embrace the low points. So highs and lows, they're inevitable. Highs and lows are necessary. And the last thing is this, highs and lows are seasonal. Y'all say seasonal. Every year. Now, we used to live in Florida, and there aren't seasons in Florida. I just want to let you know, if you've never been there before, it's hot. And guess what? It's hot all the time. You have like 12 days a year where it feels perfect. Then it just starts to like, if you get in the car in the summertime in Florida and the small of your back touches leather seats, it will make you question everything about your life. It hurts so bad. It's the worst. And I never had a tinted window car in Florida, which was terrible. Uh, but I remember something you didn't really have seasons in Florida. When we moved back to Tennessee, I could have, 
I mean, cried. We were we we moved back. It was February when we moved back, and it was a little cold. And I'm like, what is this? I'm freezing now, right? But seasons are amazing. Every year in the summertime, I when I think I can't handle the heat anymore, when I feel like I have nothing left in my body to sweat out, like there's literally nothing left, all of a sudden the chill in the air comes back and fall starts. How many of y'all love fall? Come on, it's amazing. And you just can breathe in outside and it's nice and cool. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, this is why we live in Tennessee, right? It's not has nothing to do with the church. It's for fall in Tennessee. That's why we live here. And uh, and so we love, no, I'm joking. We, we love this church very much. But the fall is amazing. Football starting back. School is starting back. Your kids get to leave the house again and go back to school. Teachers, if you love teaching, right? You get to go back to school. Fall is amazing, but fall takes a turn. And it's, and we don't talk about this a lot, but fall starts to take a turn there toward the end. And it starts to get real wet and real cold. There's leaves all over your yard. It's gross and muddy all the time. And all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm ready for fall to be over. I can't wait for the winter to get here. All of a sudden the winter gets here and we get a couple of good snows this past year, right? Like it snows, it's beautiful. Your life kind of gets put on pause for a second. You have a chance just to relax. I love the winter, but the winter starts to get a little too cold around for me. So I start looking forward to the end of winter. I'm like, oh baby, I can't wait for spring. I can't wait for the trees in my backyard to start turning green again. I can't, there's a couple trees across the street from ours that bloom and they're like purple and white and it's beautiful. I can't wait for that time of life. And all of a sudden, just when I'm sick of the, of the fall and the winter spring comes and spring is beautiful. And then my allergies hate me, right? It doesn't take long. And I'm like, what is this yellow stuff on my car? It's allergies. That's what that is. And so allergies are just destroying me. And after that, I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the summer. I'm ready to like go to the pool. I'm ready to, you know, put on 100 SPF, you know, uh, what's it called? Sunscreen and not get burned. I'm ready to put on my straw hat and go outside and, and all that. I'm ready for summer. But by the end of summer, I'm ready for fall again. Why? Because our, God has built into us a, a longing for seasons. We like seeing seasons because seasons don't last forever. That's the whole definition of them. Seasons are seasonal. And guess what? Highs and lows are seasonal. So I want to encourage you today. If you're going through a low point in life, guess what? It's just a season. Like you just have to weather it until the season is over. And let me tell you right now, if you're struggling and you feel like you've been stuck in a low point, don't give up. Don't lose heart. Don't lose hope. Let me tell you, the low points are just a season. There is a season coming where you're going to be on the mountaintop. There is a season coming that you're going to get out of this low point and you're going to go up to a high point in your life and you're going to all of a sudden have a different perspective and you're going to see what God did with you in the low point. But don't give up when you're in the low point life because it's just a season. The Bible says this in Romans 8, 28. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So here's what that means is that, hey, God can take your low point, your low season, and he can turn something good out of it. So I want to encourage you, if you're in a low season today, understand it's a season. Also understand that God is going to do something with that season. He's going to do something with that season. But if you're on a high point today, I want to celebrate with you. I think that's awesome. But help understand this. It's just a season. It's just a season, all right? Enjoy it while you're there. Have fun while you're there. Take in the views. I bet they're great. But guess what? 
It's just a season. Prepare yourself for what's coming. So here's the bottom line today. Highs and lows are actually best viewed from God's perspective. Highs and lows are inevitable, they're necessary, and they're seasonal, but they're best viewed from God's perspective. Here's what I mean. Go throw up that first picture. This is a view from the mountaintop. How many of you ever climbed up to the top of a mountain before and you got this awesome view? Tell me how it is sometime. I think it'd be great. I would like, I like to fly over the mountains, right? Like I like to walk on flat ground. Um, but this is, this is awesome. Uh, I take that back. We actually, uh, the last two summers, we've gone to North Carolina and hiked up some little mountains and the payoff is always great. It's always worth the journey to get up to the top because when you get up to the top, first of all, you're done, right? Like you can kind of chill and relax and I can catch my breath a little bit, but also the views on top of a mountain are unlike anything that you've ever seen. And some of you are on this mountaintop right now. Man, you've climbed up. Things are going well for you. And I just, I, for real, I want to affirm that. I want to I wanna celebrate with you because, man, that's a great season to be in. Man, when you're in a season of life where stuff is going well, enjoy it. Take in the view. You had to walk up there to get there, right? Like, take in the view. Enjoy the accomplishment of kind of being on top of the mountain. I think that's great. But the problem is that some of you, are you're actually viewing this right here. You're in a valley. You're at a low point. And when you're at a low point, you can look at the top of this mountain over here, and that feels like it is forever away. It feels like like you could never climb the top of that thing. It's like so intimidating, and this is your perspective. If you're on a mountaintop, your perspective was the last picture. Uh, this is your perspective. And all you can, there's no life. There's little shrubs. There's, there's no nothing there. It's just sand and some rocky hills. And it feels like I'll never be able to get to the top of that mountain again. I'll never be able to climb that. Even if I wanted to, I don't think I have the energy to. And it just feels impossible. And that's your perspective you have on life. Is like, I'm just at this low point. There's no way. I've been there before. Let me tell you right now. I've been in the part where I felt like I'm sitting at the bottom of Mount Everest and I'm like, I, you're telling me I have to climb that mountain? Are you crazy? There's no way I can do that. I felt like that before. I know how you feel. There are days even right now where I'll wake up and I'm like, gosh, it just takes a lot of energy just to get out of bed and go do something. I can, I'm telling you, I can get in a low point. And I've had this perspective in my life too much where I just don't see life. It's not appealing. It's not, it's hot. feels like you're not going anywhere. Some of you, you have this perspective. But let me take you to this next picture. How many of y'all know what this is a picture of? Anyone know? Yep, it's a map. Yes, but do we know where? No. I think that's awesome. This is God's perspective. And on this map, you can't really tell what's a high and what's a low, Right? Like you can't tell what's, uh, what's a mountaintop and, and what's a valley. You can kind of tell there's some dark spots. But to God's perspective, he doesn't see you from the perspective that you see yourself in. He just sees you where you are on your journey. He has a different perspective of your journey. And this is actually a picture of Mount Everest just above it. It's the tallest mountaintop in the world. But to God's perspective, it doesn't matter. Because God doesn't see a high and a low. He just sees you where you are on the map. 
And so you might be in the lowest low, you might be on top of Mount Everest at the highest high, but God doesn't see you from that perspective. He just sees you right where you are because highs and lows, listen, they're better viewed from God's perspective. And so if you're at a low point in life and you're thinking, there's no way I can make it up to this mountaintop, I don't see any life, it's just sand and there's a mountain off in the distance that I I need to climb one day. Well, guess what? God doesn't view you like that. He sees you for who you are. He sees exactly where you are, but he sees it from his perspective. He's looking down on you and he's going, hey, you can do it. That mountain doesn't seem too far for me. That mountain doesn't seem like it's too high from where I'm standing. And that's how we have to view our highs and lows. Maybe for you, you're on top of Mount Everest. You're on top of Mount Everest and life couldn't get better. And guess what? God cares about that, but he's sitting there going, okay, that's cool. Enjoy it. But I don't see you for that. I see you for who you are. I care about what's on the inside. I care about where you're going. I care about preparing you for where you're going. Highs and lows are best viewed from God's perspective. I love this quote from my friend Brent Crow. He says this, he says, God is big enough to be above all circumstances, but he's personal enough to be in all circumstances. And so while God sees you from his perspective, from a top-down view, He doesn't see the highs and lows. He's with you no matter where you are. He's with you in that valley. He's with you even on top of Mount Everest. He's celebrating with you. He's the stranger you're hugging and high-fiving when the Titans win off a game-winning touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's there. He wants to be there for you like that whenever you're on a mountaintop, but he's also the guy that's gonna, hey, push you. He's gonna encourage you, hey, don't set up camp down here in the valley. No, 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 we're gonna keep moving. Come on, you can do it. Just a few more steps. Come on, you can do it. He's that guy. He's big enough to be over all circumstances, but he's personal enough to be in all circumstances. He's with you right now. Anybody receive that today? Come on. God is with you right now, no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are. And that is the right perspective to have when you're going through highs and lows. Highs and lows are best viewed by God's perspective. Don't get fooled. Don't get caught up in your perspective. Think about God's perspective. He's above it all. And he sees you right where you are. Come on, bow your heads and close your eyes for me. Come on, I want to pray for you today. If you're in here and you would just be honest with me and you would say, hey, Clint, I feel like I am in a low point in life right now. And I just need some encouragement. I need some prayer today. If that's you, come on, just raise your hand in here. We're family. Come on, if you're in a low point in life, it's okay. Come on. Jesus, you see the hands that went up, God. You see the people that feel like they're just in this valley, they're in this low point. God, I pray right now you would help them begin to shift their perspective into your perspective, God. You see them right where they are. You know what they've been through, you know what they're walking through, and you're with them right there. But God, I pray that you would help give them some faith, give them some confidence as they continue to walk through that low point, as they make their way up the mountain, God. I pray that you would just bring peace. God, you would bring comfort. I pray for endurance. Your word tells us, we just read it, that you are building endurance in our lives through these situations, God. And I just pray that they would continue to climb up the mountain, God. I pray for those that are, I celebrate with those that feel like they're on a mountaintop right now. 
God, I pray that they would enjoy the view. I pray they wouldn't forget where they came from. And I pray you prepare them for where they're going, God. And I pray for everyone else that might be in between the two. They're either headed up the mountain or they're headed down to the low point, God. I pray that you would give them faith, endurance to stand through whatever season they're walking into, God. We love you so much. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, y'all give God a hand in this place.